eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Christian Fourier joining the Six Rings pod with a little bit of his perspective, some stories, a little, a little, uh, little bit in the Wayback Machine. Bryant College, you don't hear that. or Is it Bryant University or Bryant College? It's Bryant University now. It was Bryant College yeah. then. And uh, ah. it's it's funny because I was actually there. So I was in the PR department at the time back then. Slept in the dorms just like Christian. I remember the whole hellhole experience that it was. It was hot. It was gross. Blah, long days, short nights, the whole thing. But the campus, as much as they've blown up, I was there for a lacrosse tournament last month, I guess. And basically the Patriots practice field is still there. Like we were playing lacrosse games on that aspect of it. Now there's a new like indoor facility next to it. And there's some new probably science buildings or whatever, but the general setup of the campus dorm cafeteria, you know, gym where they used to have their makeshift weight room and then out to the practice fields, their sort of line of travel from 20 years ago is, is still kind of in place. That was uh, back during your first couple of years when you were working the beat at Patriots.com, right? Grabbing well, grabbing the papers for Mr. Belichick? It was, yeah, I was in the PR department first when we were back there. And I was sitting answering phones. And, you know, I'll give you a little Andy Hart insight. My first training Ooh. camp there in, my first training camp there in 2001, they were already in the midst of sort of a weird Terry Glenn world. And... Uh, he was the I was the first person he saw when he showed up for training camp. He came in and he walked into the room. He goes, hey, you know where I can get my key? And I was like, nope, PR intern. Go find somebody else. No, <laughs> and you're, and uh, someone was like, hey, did you see Terry Glenn? And you're like, oh, yeah, she went that way. And you're like, there's one for you, Parcells. <laughs> that was back before. Head down, you know. No, I know. I know. Andy Hart was of like, course, yeah. Don't <laughs> talk to anybody. Pioli's <laughs> yelling at me. Just keep my head down. Don't say shut up. Like. Yeah, totally different Andy Hart back then. Thank you guys for tuning in once again to the Six Rings Pod. Uh, we enjoyed the Christian Fourier cameo to kick off our Camp 2022 preview. You can follow us on the socials at Six Rings Pod. And, of course, Six Rings Pod at Gmail if you'd like to submit questions for future podcasts. Like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Twice a week right now, and we will soon be cranking it up to at least three times a week. 
as we get into the pretend football season. And of course, once things kick off September 11th, 2022, when the Patriots take their talents to Miami Gardens to tackle the Miami Dolphins in this year's season opener. All right, Andy, got a couple more segments here. Uh, this next one, we'll actually just sort of like put a couple of our storylines and camp observations early on. Of course, Belichick met with the media today. I think you were on that Zuma. Uh, and then we'll do some news notes, nuggets, and a little Danny Amendola tribute to wrap things up. Um, Bill Belichick uh, lights the socials abuzz this morning when he relays in response to the question of if he's been impressed by or taken note of Mac Jones's work this offseason. What was the phrase? I think he said dramatically improved or dramatically improving. And then, of course, every Pats fan like, oh, quick, insert a gif of somebody, uh, you know, getting pumped up. LFG, let's go. Everyone's fired up. Are you more, is there anything to make of that? Or is he just, you know, that's what he's supposed to say. It's just early, early Bella speak. Well, I mean, A, that's what he's supposed to say. But B, I think he, in his usual fashion, would say that about every player. You know, you go back to the, you know, a year ago, he didn't even know where the practice field was. Didn't know how to strap his pads on. He didn't know where the lunchroom was kind of thing. And you grow through that, through that experience. And we've all talked about it. You know, I know Kyrie and I said it during the spring, just seeing him out there. Mac looks more comfortable. Mac looks mm-hmm. like the energy of a leader has only grown because there was energy last year. Guys like Judon and Bourne were talking about his swag right out the gates last year. But that's only grown and been sort of emboldened by the experiences and, and really just the ascension. A year ago, he brought swag to a competition with Cam Newton. Back then, most people, not named Andy Hart, still thought, that Cam Newton was the starter, even though I said on June 15th that Mac Jones would be the starter. Uh, I was right. Everybody else was wrong, just the way the world works. Kind of like in January when I predicted that uh, Matt Patricia would be the offensive coordinator. I was right. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay, that and whatever else helps you sleep at night, sure. Okay. That, yeah, Miller Lights. Uh Yeah, that and Miller Lights. Okay. Um, So Belichick remarks that he's impressed uh, with the work Mac Jones has put in. We've seen all of the uh, off-schedule – off-season impromptu self-directed practice sessions with Aguilar, J.J. Taylor, Devontae Parker in Tampa, California, locally. There's no doubt he's put it. He's put in the work. And I think Christian touched on it a little bit. I think it's worth touching on a little bit more on this end. Um, Belichick even said, I think I saw the tweet from Mark Daniels earlier this morning, if Mac's going to have a say in the playbook or if he'll be trusted more with play calling, and he said yes. Uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like, oh, yeah, Mac is going to have significant input. Like, to me, when I hear that, as we try to, like, divine, like, is 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 it all Patricia? Is it all Judge? Or is Patricia coordinating the run game? Judge coordinating the pass game? And Mac's, you know, throwing in his input here, there, and everywhere. I think Mac Jones is going to have a bigger hand in calling plays and helping them figure out what this Patriots playbook 3.0, 4.0, whatever you want to call it, is going to look like because he's going to run what he's comfortable and, and comfortable with. They're going to take the best of what he's done before, um, take his intelligence and put it to use as they evolve this scheme. Otherwise, like, then you're not utilizing his best attribute, which is his ability to process information at a high rate, because he sure as hell doesn't have the biggest body or the most laser rocket of arms. Well, Bill has already made – he's already trans- transitioned his quote about Tom Brady to Mac Jones. The idea that every decision will be made in the best interest of the quarterback. It was Tom Brady. It was Cam Newton for a short period of time. And now it is Mac Jones for an extended period. 
You know, one of the things that's intrigued me is how quickly Belichick has talked about Mac being the quarterback, Mac taking up a leadership role, Matt, like sort of giving him the throne, so to right. speak. The one thing that would concern me, and you're not alone in your thinking that Mac's going to have a bigger say in the offense, Mac is going to be like calling plays or really chipping in in that area. But he and Joe be- Judge are teaching each other the offense or whatever yeah. the hell he said. Yeah. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I, <laughs> okay. Christian just made a comment, overcome your coaching. And I, I, that may be a need for Mac Jones. It is far from ideal. I don't want anybody overcoming their coaching, whether it's Tom Brady, who has a little poop show last year where if you believe all the reports, like he and Leftwich are on the same page, and then Bruce Arians comes in with his red marker and crosses everything out on that. That's not ideal. And he's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's more capable than anyone of overcoming any inconsistencies or communication issues, right? But that's not ideal. You would never want that for anybody. So this idea that Mac, as you said, we're teaching each other was, was I think, yeah. his quote in, in the spring, he and Joe Judge. Well, that's not ideal. I'd rather he just be focused on learning, focused on teaching himself, focused on his drills, focused on self-evaluation of what he did a year earlier so he can make the most of this situation and maybe joe judge and bill belichick and matt patricia can make the most of it but anybody that tells you it's a positive i'm looking at you rg3 telling me this is actually a positive for the patriots i think that is pure spin pr propaganda idiocy like there's a reason why teams spend so much time creating systems honing systems, altering playbooks, tweaking what they do, because this is a supposedly science, right? Like there's a scientific nature to it. And now and also a feel for it too. It's like being a starting pitcher, like call being a being a quarterback, being a starting pitcher. It's the same thing. Like you got to get a feel for calling plays. You got to get into the rhythm of the game. You have to understand tendencies, weaknesses, and set up plays to work down the line, not just the next play call. Now I'm to be believing thanks to RG3, that it's better if you don't have any experience. You're you're unpredictable. You're like Maverick. You're dangerous because you're unpredictable. Right. Who knows what they're going to call next? Even them, they don't know. You know what happens when you're dangerous? People die around you, right? People peter out and go to funerals and people, bad stuff happens. So Care- um, Careers are ended and you become irrelevant. And now you start getting Spiro Dito and the, like, the Z team broadcasters on CBS in the middle of the season. Exactly. So I'm not waving the white flag for the offense. I actually agree with Christian. It's funny because he, the way Christian talked about it, his biggest question was the coaching on offense. But clearly his biggest question for the team is the overall defense and how they play and how they compete. And I I agree with him wholeheartedly. Like the coaching is the flashy subject Mm -hmm. on offense. The meat and potatoes of how this team is going to play will be decided by who plays cornerback, how well they play cornerback, who plays linebacker, how well they play linebacker, and whether or not they can stop guys like Josh Allen and Carr and Rodgers and all of these guys that are looking to put up big plays and big numbers on them. So, you know, the the sexy stories over here, but the meat and potatoes, rubber meeting the road is over on defense. Yeah, that's why I always make mention of this Miami opener because I think there will be no greater test for – Whatever the hell. I, I think the offense is going to be better than people expect. Sure, there'll be bumps in the road. Yes, there'll be growing pains. Yes, they will crap the bed 
turnovers might be had along the way to trying to figure out how this Bella Shan or Shanna check offense uh, with the new zone run schemes and RPOs and more play action will work ultimately in time, because you've heard me say here time and again, and on the radio, I, I like the wide receiver core more than most. I think the running back room will eventually emerge as top 10 in most people's minds by the end of the year. Matt Light told us the offensive line is going to be nastier. And I'm a big believer in Mac Jones season. All of that. And Andrew Callahan was on the radio with us from the Boston Herald last week saying, like, buy the hype, invest now. Ramondre Stevenson season is here. That's all great. But to me, the storyline, that's the sexy stuff. That gets you the NFL Network highlights. That gets airtime on six rings. That's what we talk about over and over again on the radio, and it gets clicks at WEI.com. What we need to be talking about, what the storylines of this camp need to be are who the F is getting the cornerback job, what the F is the scheme on this defense, can they stop? Can they make Josh Allen punt, and are there any linebackers worth holding on to for next season, and will Josh Uche finally friggin' figure out how to, how to like generate a pass rush consistently and stay on the field, and where's Ronnie Perkins? These are the storylines Pats fans need to be worried about, Andy. The defense gives me meat sweats. The offense gives me hope. And, and I think it should. Now, the where you get in trouble is the opposition, right? Because that plays a role in both of these questions. The defense has to stop some really good offenses, some really talented quarterbacks, some really impactful receivers. And the offense, if the defense can't do that, has to keep up. So there could be that, you know, the old Peyton Manning pressure of he knows if he punts, he mm -hmm. loses back in yeah. the heyday. And, and he had to treat it that way. And, and I think Brady went through that off and on over the years where the defense is a work in progress. I can't punt. We need to match what the other team is doing. I think there's going to be some of that pressure on Mac. Good may yeah. not be good enough. Mac Jones year two may be good. Devontae Parker and the receivers may be good. Mm -hmm. That maybe not isn't good enough. Like you score 21 and you're like, okay, we had a decent week. Excuse me, I'm being told we gave up 35. Oh, we lost right. 14, right? Yeah, we scored 27 in Miami. So we did better than we did last year in that season-ending crap show that was actually back in January. Like, oh, they went down there and they put up 27 on a good Miami defense in the heat of September. Oh, shit, they gave up 38. They had no answer for Tyreek Hill, Waddle, or Gesicki. Like, that sucks. That that It's a possibility. I, I think they're going to have to go into shootout mode. Now, whether you're a believer in – that's going to, you know, iron's going to sharpen iron. Mac is going to be better for the cause for having to like always keep up with these other teams or they're getting Mac out of the rhythm of his maturation and proper growth. Like it's one thing if you're super smart and they start giving you fourth and fifth grade books to learn from in first or second grade. It's another thing if you just at least get to stay on track and grow normally so that you don't miss out on anything else that's important to being a kindergartner or a first grader or a second grader. And that's just the one the one cause I have, the one concern I have uh, offensively is, like Curran pointed out, like Shime has previously pointed out, the, deep, the defense might cause the offense to go through growing pains that they shouldn't have to go through. Can I also uh, counter something you just said with, well, first of all, what is the- We embrace debate here on Six Rings. What is the opposite of iron sharpens iron? Because that's my concern for the Patriots in training camp. Jello uh, weakens jello. Oh, I was going to say, well, iron sharpening iron can also cause sparks and fire, uh, yeah. which can be bad, too. My my point is, I don't know how good they are on offense. Mm -hmm. Right? There's still questions about the receivers, the targets, the young quarterback. 
I also don't know, or, or actually probably do know, but people will get angry if I tell them what they are on defense. So they could battle it out. They could slug it out, and we could be alternating next week, Fitzy. Oh, Monday, the defense kicked ass. Tuesday, wow, bounce back day for the offense. They were Maybe both the offense and defense aren't very good, and they're just picking on each other, and when they actually get on a field with really good competition, they could get exposed because whatever the opposite of iron sharpening iron is, they may have that. All right, I want you to damn you. The power of Christ compels you out of Andy Hart's spirit of Chris Scheim. Get out of him. Out. Out, I say. I exorcise his demons from your Patriots analyzing and football-loving soul. Now, I know that the, uh, look, I'm not saying this offense is going to be the 2007 Patriots, the 2013 Broncos, the 2019 Chiefs. Like, we can all, all R-E-L-A-F and X about that. I just think they're going to be efficient. A little unpredictable, both at times good and bad. But but ultimately, they're going to be able to keep up or keep upish with some of these better teams. It's just like, oh, good, we scored 30 against Buffalo. Ah, oh, F word, we gave up 50. I mean, that sucks. But, again, that's why I'm going to be looking. Like, I'm excited about the offense. I can't wait to see them there. I know you're going to be down there at camp this week. Looking forward to all the quick little videos Stacey James and the company allow for all of the insight and analysis you can provide. But my eye, the good one, you know what? Both of them will be clearly trained on how this defense is evolving and what the hell is going on on the stop people from scoring side of the ball. Yeah, and it'll be a perception reality thing. I think there'll be some bias in the coverage coming out this week. Today was a perfect example of bias in Bill Belichick, in the reaction to Bill Belichick's quotes. You referenced it earlier. He said, Mac Jones has made a dramatic improvement. Everybody's like, oh, my God, you hear Bill? Dramatic improvement, championship, MVP. Fire up the duck boats. Bill also said that uh, Joe Judge and Matt Patricia are great coaches who can do every aspect of the job and have every skill to run the gamut. And there's plenty of people in Patriot Nation that think one or both of those guys are boobs and they hate that they're running the offense. They hate that they're involved with the coaching. Why do they ignore Bill's comments in one area, but – you know, blow up his comments in the other. So it's all interpretation. As far as the week goes, I just did want to paint a picture for our listeners, since this is the mm-hmm. training camp preview yes. podcast. Yes. So we, will be, we will be on the practice field Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, before a day off on Sunday, which is contractually obligated by the uh, CBA. But those will be non-contact, non-pads, helmets, and T-shirts sessions. So if you're heading down to Gillette, it is open to the public. I would just sort of caution you, you're not going to see goal line 11 on 11, banging of heads, James Devlin style. You're going to see them easing, as Fourier alluded to, the new age training camp, easing into training camp with four days of what is essentially a continuation of the OTAs and mini camps of the spring. And then next Monday is my day. Monday is when the pads come on. We start seeing some banging. We start seeing some hitting. We start seeing some offensive line one-on-ones with the D line and like, Oh, Judon blew by Trent Brown. And then on the next series, Christian Barmore kicked Cole Strange's. Some of that. Right. Be some delayed gratification until next week if you're looking for that kind of stuff. And that's what everyone wants to see as well, because beforehand it's going to be like, whoa, Taekwon Thorne is so fat. Like, yeah, well, Mac Jones stepped back with no real pass rush, and he was able to just blow by people and show everyone his Willie Golf like Olympic track speed. But let's see what happens when he gets chipped off the line or a safety, Jabril Peppers comes in. Well, actually, he can't be there. He's on the pup. Let's see what happens when someone else hits him. Uh, although Raekwon McMillan's back, which was a very positive sign as well. So, uh, all right. So there you go. There's the table that it's been set this week. 
no pads, little shorts and shells action next Monday. Uh, and we'll be bringing you pods of plenty during this time. That's when they have the first contact practice. That would be 27, 29, 31. August 1st. August 1st is your first time to see the Patriots out there, as Andy said, doing lots of banging. So we got that to look we forward to. watching the Patriots I meant that you kid business is banging, baby. That's what I'm here for in life is all about. And of course, you can tell your friends if they want the latest insight, analysis, and more. Follow at Six Rings Pod. And of course, rate, review, subscribe. We're everywhere Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Apple Pods, WEEI.com. You name it, the Six Rings Pod is available there. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.